Good morning, good morning, and I would like to welcome all of those that are listening this morning to Hearts Knit Together in Christ, especially if this is your first time, I welcome you to follow along as God encourages your heart and give you strength to move forward in this day. This is a platform that I use to share God's word as you meditate on it and allow the word to transform your life from the inside out. So today we're going to share a scripture with you as I also read an article that I found online that I thought would be beneficial to all of those that's listening to this morning. And the scripture that I would like to share with you is found in the book of Thessalonians. So we're going to turn together to First to Thessalonians and we're going to read verses 5, 6 through 18 where it it encourages us to rejoice always because rejoicing brings about thanksgiving rejoicing brings about joy in the heart of man and in god's children it focuses our attention upward and 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 it causes our heart to be more christ-centered than self-centered because we live in a world today where everybody is so self-centered um if you read the book of 2 Timothy, you will find it that it, it emphasizes that in the end times, right, people will become lovers of themselves. And clearly we can see that with so many things with the internet, with selfies, all of this technology is used for self-glorification. But in 1 Thessalonians, it redirects our it, it, I'm sorry, it directs our attention to rejoice in the Lord always. And the second verse encourages us, again, I said to be Christ-centered. In verse 17, it says, pray without ceasing, right? So that means we're supposed to pray no matter what season we're in so that we don't faint so that we don't give up so that we don't throw in the towel and it says give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you so this is god's will is that we are always praying for one another for ourselves for each other because when when we don't pray i'm sorry when we don't pray we're limited to to God's power to be able to manifest in our lives and in the earth but prayer is a powerful tool against the enemy and against those that are trying to plot against you prayer is is God's way of awakening us to him and is his way of redirecting us so in crosswalk they produced an article And I really love this article because it emphasizes 12 powerful prayers from Paul. Paul is one of my favorite uh, prophets to read about. And they, they started off, they said that sometimes praying feels like throwing darts with your eyes closed. You know, sometimes we can really pray and, and be seeking the Lord, but sometimes it just don't feel like God is listening. And that's okay because the Bible says we must pray in all circumstances. But it says you hurl some words heavenward and wonder if you if you hit the bull's eyes of progress. You hope something sticks. What would happen if we prayed like Paul? 
So we got to take the time to ask ourselves that. God got me asking this question, so I searched every prayer Paul prayed below. It says, to find the essence of God's power held within his word. words, what I found were 12 categories of prayer. I hope this blesses you. And in this 12th category of prayer, the first thing that the author lists is, is, God, I thank you for others. So again, they take the attention off themselves and they begin to focus on others. And so they said in their prayer, they said, I ask you to fill them in myself with knowledge of your will, with wisdom and understanding. Even the more, may I pursue others with love through prayer while building unity. Truly, the Lord wants the body of Christ to be unified and not divided in him. And it also reads, it says, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel. From the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who begun a good work in you will carry it out until completion, until the day of Jesus Christ. Paul, I remember Paul prayed that prayer. Um, that was found in Philippians 1, 3 through 6. And in Romans 1, 8 through 10, it says, First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve with my whole heart in preaching the gospel of his son, is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. So God's people were writing letters to encourage the body of Christ, those who were traveling and those who were being persecuted as a means to let him let them know that, that God had somebody praying for his people. No matter what kind of circumstances they were in, God still had people interceding on on his behalf. So we are to always pray. The second prayer that, that moved the heart is that we need to always pray that God uh, may save others. So we need to pray that others will come to know who Jesus Christ is. So that God's word is fulfilled in love. And a scripture that points that out is found in Romans 10 and 1. The author for this article uses Romans 10 and 1. It says, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may be saved. So it should be our desire as well to see others saved. The third thing is that as you're praying is that may your name be glorified god wants to glorify his name it says may my life and the lives of those around me be filled to the measure of the fullness of god through love hope power strength faith and mercy and again as we're praying our hearts should never be anxious about anything because when we're seeking and humbling ourselves before the Lord, it says, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So God wants us to pray. The fourth way we pray is by encouraging our hearts encouraging our own hearts because sometimes our hearts can get weary 
through life crisis. A perfect example that as you're listening, I want everybody to be in prayer for for the world, for the nations. But there are some people that are hurting. I just read an article yesterday that um, Ricky Smiley, who's an icon in the public, he lost his son. And so I want us to be praying for him because he really did love his kids. And, you know, it's, it's a sad and very painful thing if a mother or a father lose their child early and his son seems so young. And I can't even begin to imagine how much hurt he feels in his heart. So we should all be lifting our brothers and sisters up in prayer. Those that are close to us and those that are not in, you know, in our midst, we should always pray for one another, even those who have different belief systems than we have. We should always pray for one another. But uh, the article says, may the power of Jesus Christ continually fill, uh, fill you with joy, grace, peace, hope through the Holy Spirit. So this this article um, have some great points here. And I'm just going to read the last one. There were 12, but I'm not going to get to all of them. And the last one that the author point, points out, it says, may our hearts be in continual prayer. Jesus was always in prayer. He was always fasting. He was always going away to quiet, lonely places, seeking what, what to know the will of his father. And this Arthur in this uh, crosswalk that produces articles says, may you open doors to our messages. May, you, may we proclaim Jesus. May we refresh others. May the mysteries of the Lord Jesus Christ be open as we fiercely convey the gospel. So in order for us to convey this gospel and so that our hearts will have a steadfast mindset to be in prayer for others as well as ourselves, Colossians 4, 2 through 4 tells us and it urges us that in order that we may do this, there has to be a shift of devotion. We must learn to devote ourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful and pray, praying for others so that God may open doors for for the message of his truth to come forth so that we in turn will be able to proclaim the mysteries of Christ for which he says, I am in chains. So we need to pray that we proclaim it clearly in the way that we're ought to in the way that we're supposed to because that's the message of truth so we want to devote ourselves to praying every single day if you have forgotten to pray just ask the lord to come into your heart to help you to pray today because praying praying is your strength praying is everything to you and it's important to God and so when you don't pray you you are subject to the enemy's attacks but when you take the time to pray you can feel the power of the Lord surrounding you covering you shielding you protecting you delivering you transforming you exalting you opening doors shedding doors moving people out your life He's always doing a work, but we have to pray. Jesus spent most of his time when he developed his ministry 
before he before the Lord equipped him to go out and do great things, he spent most of his time praying and fasting. And as in the body of Christ, we ought to do the same because Jesus is gone. So he emphasized that when I'm gone, then you need to fast. You need to pray. And when we do that, we have been given power. When we pray and when we fast, God began to do something in the supernatural realm that we can't even explain or comprehend. So it's, it's, it's vital that we pray without ceasing, that we are praying for one another, that we're not developing a self-righteousness mindset or a self-centered mentality, but we're humbling our hearts before the Lord to take the time to pray for those that are sick, to pray for those who need the love of Christ, to enter into their hearts and to transform their lives, to pray for our brothers and sisters in need, to pray for those across the nation who are being tormented day in and day out for sharing the gospel, for proclaiming the good news, we are to be praying for them, to pray for Israel, to pray for, for people in um, Afghanistan, to pray for those in Zimbabwe, to pray for those in China, to pray for those in Libya, in Ghana, in Africa. We are to be praying, to pray for those here in the United States, to pray for Russia. There's so many to name. And I'm sure I didn't call out every country or every place that we need to be praying. But we need to be praying even right here in the city of Atlanta. There's so much wickedness going on that that I know for a fact displeases the heart of the Father. So we are to be praying day in and day out. So, Lord, we close today with coming to you. God, we thank you, God, that this scripture, the scriptures you've given us to reflect on today, teaches us to get back into a position, a fetal position like a baby, a prayer to reference you, God, and to humble our hearts that we may be able to incline our ears, our spirit ears, to hear what the Lord is speaking. Father, you are speaking in this present time, even still with so much going on, God. Awaken us to hear from you, God. Awaken us to pray for one another, to forgive one another, God. And God, humble our hearts that we may be able to do all that you commanded us, God. But we don't want to stand before you with unfinished work. But God, when when we stand before you, Lord, we want to be able to hear you say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So if there's anything, God, that we that we miss, if it's anything we've spoken against a brother or a sister in Christ, Lord, have mercy upon us, forgive us, and teach us to love as you love, God, and to pray as you pray with a sincere heart not with a heart of corruption or a heart of hate or a heart of envy, but to pray with pureness in our souls, 
to pray even for our enemies. Your word teaches us to pray for those who hate us, to pray for those who said evil things about us. Lord, give us a heart to pray and a heart to forgive, a heart to let go of things of the past that our souls will find strength to move forward in you and never look back. God, I thank you for releasing your people from bondages and strongholds and delivering them to a place where they will be set free to be able to pray. Well, we thank you that you say to pray in all circumstances. Lord, this is the prayer today that we will go forth and pray in every season that we find ourselves in. For yours is the kingdom and the glory. And we bless you today. We honor you, God. We exalt you. And we say thank you for all that you're doing, God. God, may you touch a heart today and deliver somebody today. Set the captive free. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. I thank you for tuning in to Hearts Knit Together. May you listen again and be encouraged. For God wants to continue to bless you. God wants to keep you and protect you. And if you have any questions and you want to reach out, please give me a call at 404-939-5625. Again, that number is 404-939-5625. Or you can email me at heartsknittogether at gmail.com. I would love to hear you share your testimony so that I can read it to others that are listening. May God continue to bless you. Until next time, hope to see you again. Bye-bye.